I had been invited to speak at a certain seminary. And after I spoke, a young lady came over to me. Something I said made her realize that I had spent time in the same town as her family, and I must know her family. I did know her family. I knew her family. One of the saddest, saddest stories a person can imagine. One of her parents did something that brought terrible shame, terrible, terrible shame to the entire family. And in a small, out-of-town community, when that happens, that family is tainted forever. And it's not just the perpetrator who is going to be remembered um, unkindly. Nebuch, the perpetrator, the spouse, the children, they will all suffer. And it was quite clear that this young lady had suffered terribly as a result of what had taken place. Quite clear that she suffered. And she asked me, she apparently appreciated whatever point I made, don't remember what it was. She asked me if when she gets back from seminary, can she be in touch with me in case she needs help with Shadokim? And I said, okay. She came back, one day she calls me, and she tells me how Shadokim is going terribly, really, really bad. She can't get a boy up to the door. There's no way. No one wants nothing. No, the stigma associated with her family and family name was so great. They couldn't get anything. She was willing to take a one-legged, one-eyed pirate. He wouldn't have her. That's how bad it was. And I didn't really have much to say other than telling her, I would say to her, you know what? HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows about you. HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about you. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has you in his sights. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to find the right boy for you. I'm sure he already has the right boy for you. And one day we're going to celebrate an engagement. And then there's going to be a chasana. And this will all be just a, just a distant, distant memory. Just be strong and understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu has somebody special for you. And you'll see it'll be good. It'll be okay. It wasn't much. That, that's really all I had to sell her. I didn't have, I didn't have eights, I didn't have boys, I didn't have anything. One night, she's home from seminary now, I don't know if it was a year or two years, I don't remember exactly, but it was quite a while after she had come home from seminary. And she calls me up, she says, Rabbi Meisels, I'm engaged! I hadn't heard from her in a while, but, uh, so theoretically something could have been going on, but she wasn't on my mind all that much, and I had no idea. I didn't know if she was dating anybody. She didn't tell me she was dating anybody. And so I said, here, I'm engaged. I was so excited for her. I said, wow, what happened? Tell me what happened. And she proceeds to tell me the most unbelievable story. It would be unbelievable, except that it's true. She couldn't get a boy up to the door. Nobody. Nothing. Seems there was a very nice boy. Very nice, very wonderful young man. Wonderful boy. Good reputation. Nice family. Didn't have any glaring chesreinus. Nothing that popped out. Good guy. He had heard this name, and something about it piqued his fancy. Something about it piqued his interest. Something about it made him, he thought to himself, she sounds like a really good girl. He spoke to his parents, and they said, no, 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 no. She ain't getting near this place. Oh, no, no. We did not raise you to go take somebody and get involved in a family like that, a family that will have to hang our heads in shame when we announce an engagement. No way. 
shouldn't blame them. Uh, that was the truth. All right. So his mother gets to work and sets him up with this young, cute, delicious, wonderful young lady. Ah, such a nacha, such a geschmack, so nice. Goes out with her, comes back, tells his mother, Ma, not for me. No, no, what's the matter? I don't know, Ma. Ah, she wet behind the ears. She doesn't know nothing. She doesn't know what's going on in life. It's not for me. I'm not, it's not, not, not for me. I'm an intelligent. I'm a mature guy. I, I can't date this girl. She just got off the boat from seminary. Leave me alone. All right. His mother says, okay, so, so too soon home from seminary. No good. Let's get him somebody who's been home already for a half a year. So he goes, he dates a girl who's been home already for half a year, is now working, maybe she was going for a degree, I have no idea, but whatever, she's a little bit more, you know, she's landed, she's settled down a little bit, starting to see what life is, maybe she got a few rejections, maybe she gave a few rejections, and he dates and he comes home and tells his mother, not, 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 no, not for me, <laughs> this ain't gonna work, no, why, what's, no, nah, it's not for me, just, I can't, I can't, the girl doesn't understand anything about life, and he goes out again, and again, and again, and every girl. And he says to his mother, Ma, I can't do it. These girls are not interesting to me. I'm a guy, I'm a thoughtful person. I'm a person, you know, I had some challenges when I was in yeshiva, and I overcame them. And I'm a person, I, I think about things deeply, and I think about life, and why I'm here, and what I'm here to do. And I don't know, many of these girls, they, they say the right things, but it's all in theory doesn't mean anything. It's not real. It's not. I have no idea if they're parroting something they heard from a teacher or if they actually mean it and believe it. And you know, Ma, life is too serious. There's too many challenges I'm going to face in life. We all face challenges in life. And there's too many of them for me to go marry a girl on the hope that she'll be able to weather them. I can't. These girls are just not interesting to me. Now, you know, if you're a nice girl who hasn't suffered that much in life, don't don't lose hope. There's plenty of guys who don't need this. But for this particular fellow, that's what he needed. He needed that. He says, Ma, I can't do it. And finally, he tells his mother, Ma, these girls you're setting me up with, I'm not interested. She says, well, who are you interested in if you're not interested? He says, Ma, remember that name? Remember that girl? He says, yeah, I do remember. No, no, we're not going there. He says, Ma, you know why you don't want to go there? because of what's happened to her. But that's why I want to go there. I want to go there because I know that I know about this girl. When we looked into her, we actually heard beautiful things. We heard that she's really mature. We heard that she's really a thoughtful person. She's been through life. I know that whatever life will give us, she'll get through it because she's been there. She's never going to go through anything worse than what she's gone through until now. And if she came out better for it, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I need. That's what I want in a wife. So she tells me his mother had no choice. She finally gave in to her son. And she said it was first date, second date. We were done. We knew we're getting engaged. It was never in question. It was never in doubt. We got engaged. We're getting married, Rabbi Meisels. Exactly that which I thought was going to haunt me forever. Exactly that which I thought would never let me get married. That is the reason that my husband was interested in me. That's the reason he appreciates me and values me so much. That was the last time I ever spoke to her. She didn't need me after that. She got married. She's good. From what I understand, she's happily married, Bezos Hashem, living somewhere, don't even know where, building a family, doing great. I think of the story, and I say over the story all the time, think about what the story means. That which you thought was the problem wasn't the problem. 
It was the solution. It wasn't your disability. It was your ability. Your ability.